Thank you for listening to the FCS Podcast with your hosts, Joe DeLeon and Sean Anderson. Here on the Believe Podcast Network, do you believe? Hey, Joe. Um... So one time in high school, wait, this is gonna, you're not even gonna say what the show is. Or I was, um, what you're listening into. I was in this English God. class and it was kind of near the end of the semester, uh, kind of near the end of senior year, but not that far away, you know, like March. Okay. And there were these two pretty girls that were sitting, uh, at the table and I was friends with both of them and I had this Gatorade water bottle and I stood up. And you know how you you know how you can spray those things pretty far, so I started letting it. I started drinking out of it, and I started raising it up a little, and raising it up a little. And it kept on spraying, and I realized I had, I had to breathe, right? But I keep going because you know the pretty girls like, oh wow, you know, look at that. And then, <laughs> what do you think I did? You started choking on the water. Is that what you're getting at? I. <laughs> I coughed up all the water on the table, <laughs> all over them, and it definitely got on their papers, and it might have gotten on the the lesser prettier one. <laughs> oh, that's and all that matters. It just went. It was the. God. I was thinking about that when I was drinking my water earlier. Are you gonna, about are how you I tell just it? Okay. completely made a fool out of myself. Can you tell everyone what we're listening? This to, This is please? Sean Anderson, joined by Jody Leone on the FCS Football Podcast, presented by Believe Podcast Network. We're here to give you all the FCS news, and the Thursday episode here is our weekly preview episode where we give you a deep dive into what we're looking forward to in the upcoming week of FCS football. What we always start with here is the ooh games of the week, would you just get the hell off my dock, but I wanted to give you a little anecdote no, it's about- would you get the hell off my dock? <laughs> I wanted to give you a little anecdote that I've been saving- for my valued listeners. Joe, <laughs> what is that? Do you have anything like that? Do I have an anecdote story like that? Yeah, yeah. yeah give me some time. I'll you ever think spit of it. up a whole bunch of water on two girls? <laughs> no, I have not. No, okay. I mean, I've done plenty of <laughs> foolish things in high school. God, I was a clown. Oh, man. I mean, who wasn't? It's my most underrated story, I believe. Now, you believe? To- <laughs> 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 All right, let's God, get into it. Keys to victory. <laughs> let's, get, let's get into some more non-underrated things here, and the first being the UU games of the week. We are f- starting with North Dakota State versus Illinois State. One versus ten. One versus ten. Now, it's a pretty big game. We're getting mid-season here where every game, it's not really if you lose, you can recover too much from it. It's it, A lot of these wins and losses are going to really dictate your placing in your conference. Now, that being said, Joe, in this important game here, do you have any keys to victory for North Dakota State? No, I don't have a single one. <laughs> no, so my keys to victory for North Dakota you know, I don't know why you even asked me a question like that. North Dakota State, I think the big key here is third down. And I, I know I like to use this as an example, but I think it's an underrated thing 
to look at when you're breaking down and previewing a game because certain teams have an affinity for picking up those third downs and being consistent at doing them, and some teams really struggle. So if you're coming into a game facing a team that's that's stopping teams on third down and you're getting in, you're not moving the ball on first and second down, you're really hampering your offense, you're slowing yourself down, you're keeping yourself from moving the sticks and putting yourself into a scoring position. So North Dakota State needs to win this on third down 100%. Because Illinois State is that team that is currently struggling to move the ball on third down and get those first downs. 35% on the year compared to what North Dakota State's allowing. And we've given this number before. It's obviously changed. Stay pretty consistent around where it is, which is 27%. Sorry, 27.59% to be more specific. So if they're able to keep Illinois State hovering around that 30% mark on third down, it doesn't really matter what they give up on first and second down. If you stop them on those third down plays and, and you – you cut those those drives short maybe at the 40-yard line, the 45-yard line. If they cross over and then they're forced to do a pooch punt, those things are going to go a very, very long way at the end of this game. Now, I mean, third down is obviously important. And yes. this isn't the first time you brought up that North Dakota State third down percentage. And it's amazing that it hasn't been very skewed as more games are added on. And they've it's continually played tougher opponents. Remarkable. My key to victory for North Dakota State is to take note that James Robinson has eight touchdowns through four games. He what? is the man you need to stop from Illinois State. Eight touchdowns through four games. One more time for the listening audience. The running back for the Redbirds is a terror on defense. And I'm just going to jump right into my Illinois State key to victory here. North Dakota State has given up one rushing touchdown all year. So it's a dual key to victory I think that this is going to be the determining factor is how many touchdowns James Robinson can score and if North Dakota State can keep up their immaculate one rushing touchdown all year percentage. It's a double threat for you. A double threat being able to look at both sides of things there. So that's uh, it's nice to have that. I just realized how overly excited I get when I break down these games. It's, <laughs> it's all, it's it's all very, caps. <laughs> there's a lot of exclamation points. <laughs> it's, it's very exciting. Yeah, I, I get excited when I notice what you need to do to win. You're sweating. I, oh, I'm always sweating. This is a sweaty room. <laughs> Two sweaty guys in a room. Illinois State has a very good pass rush, and their pass rush is going to help them get a victory here. 20 team sacks. 20. Through four games. Through four games. That is averaging five sacks a game. Damn. Five sacks. Should I drop in like a... No, I'm not going to do that. <laughs> drop in like a, a, a secondary dam. Like a, do, you know <laughs> that's, do you know what that's from? Yeah, I know what it's from. The, the doctor's office. Yeah, 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 yeah I know. <laughs> that was, that's, that's a pretty good one. <laughs> yeah, it, okay. 20 team sacks, five for Romeo McKnight, three for Devone Clark, uh, Clark. Both of them have been terrors for opposing offensive lines. Now, this North Dakota State offensive line has consistently, over a multitude of years, has been very, very good. They've produced NFL prospects, and if you just think about it, they're able to recruit the top-notch, top-quality guys, a lot of guys that are FBS-quality offensive linemen that choose to go and play for North Dakota State. They want to win a championship. Exactly. They want to win a championship. So if they're able to get after the quarterback, if they're able to get after Trey Lance, make his life a pain in this game. Contain him. Don't allow him to scramble. Don't allow him to gain any extra yards on those designed quarterback runs. And they use the fact that their pass rush has generated so much production to their advantage they can very well win this game. 
I don't think this is a walkover at all. I don't think it is either. And, I mean, obviously, you're looking at the perennial powerhouse, North Dakota State. But, I mean, Illinois State's ranked number 10 for a reason. You look at what they have on offense and just the remarkable pass rush on defense. It's going to be a, a bloodbath in this game. Call me on this one, believe. Oh, I gosh. think Illinois State could come out with a victory here. Wow. I think they can. I really do. I think this is going to be the first real test. I think that UC Davis was not a legitimate one, and we know that now after they lost to Montana, but they didn't really have those necessary assets, which is being a good defense, to end up beating North Dakota State. Right now, Iowa State uh, – sorry, not Iowa State. Illinois State has that defense to potentially stop and knock off the number one team. Quote them on that, please. Please quote me. Any chance they do? I don't know. Uh, give it to I me. hope they quote your 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 water story. <laughs> oh my god, dude! I'd be so happy. I'd be so happy if that was all over. <laughs> but um, I twenty five percent chance that's the quote. Now our second ooh game of the week: Central Arkansas in Nichols. But can I say something? I'm really shocked that no one's questioned us it's a, and asked it's a, what no, ooh no, 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 game no, no, of the week. No, no, all right, no, go no, ahead. No, no. <laughs> I want someone to question that's us. That's the beauty of it. I think Kwame is going to send us a no, tweet. Like, I, yeah, I have to. been wondering what does. What does my dad's gonna look it up and he's like, "What are you doing? This is this is is what you're doing in college." I think it's the one. Thanks. You blew up my spot. It's the one segment that I named too. It's the only one that I I named named it. No, because no, 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 no. no, no. I jokingly wrote "Ooh, game of the week," and you didn't change it. Ah, that's what it was. That how it was. Yeah, and then I changed it because that's why the whole title is "Ooh, game of the week." Would you get the hell off my dock? Was because I put "Ooh, game of the week." And then after it, you wrote, would you get the hell off my dock? Now and then I, I'm just, we never changed it. I'm just going to have to now like, find a n- more subtle way to incorporate some of my pop culture references into the show. Your anime references. I'm just going to have to find different ways. I beat you to your anime reference. Get to the no, second you blew up this. Give us the actually, second It's game. actually making me a little tight right now that you blew up this. Oh, I'm sorry, Sean. Just give that behind, give behind your, the scenes look. Just give me your Central Arkansas. No, tell us, the ga- tell us about the game. I already told you. It's Central Arkansas and Nichols. Central Arkansas Nichols, I think that Central Arkansas needs to air it out. Braylon Smith has been one of the better quarterbacks in FCS. Um, I think he's a real reason why they've been so good and one of the more surprising teams this season. He's currently averaging 310 passing yards per game, which is a pretty good number. And that's including a game against Western Kentucky, which is an FBS opponent. That's also including a game against Hawaii, which is also an FBS opponent. Nichols right now is allowing 282 yards passing per game, which isn't an egregious stat. It's not like you're saying, like, oh, my God, they're allowing so many passing yards. But I don't think that's a great number, and I think that there's potential for him to throw for over 350 yards. There's a good shot at it. I'm not confident in their secondary. You want to know a great number for Central Arkansas? Uh, Let's hear it. Nichols has only completed 54 passes on the year. 13.5 completions per game on average. Wow. So your DBs are set up. To continue that pattern, you understand that they, they're they not overly complicated on offense if they're just using these simple route concepts and they're only completing that few through four games. So Central Arkansas, just do your job here and understand what they're going to bring you. They're not going to bring you anything over the top. They're not going to try to air it out on you. They have a very balanced pass and run offense. So you just, just understand and they're not going to try to take the top off here. Now for Nichols, it's a little bit of a, a dual take here for me, like you had for your last your last uh, 
keys to victory. I think that they need to force Central Arkansas to run the ball. Mm-hmm. I didn't know this, but this Central Arkansas offense is only averaging 61.2 rush yards per game. Carlos Blackman has kind of slowed off a little bit after having a pretty good game against Western Kentucky. So if you're able to slow down Braylon Smith and force them to run the ball in those early downs, I don't have any confidence in this run game. I don't have any confidence for them to take over. So if you, if you, Yeah, exactly. They, they haven't shown any consistency. So if you force them to run the ball, if you force them to lean on that, they're going to have a lot of trouble. I mean, Carlos Blackman's a good back that's going to wear you down throughout the game, but he's not a big yardage either. No. My key to victory, and this is a guy that we touched on way back in the springtime during our wide receiver, uh, not top 10, but positional previews. Did we? Does the name Lawan Linningham ring a bell? I, it, does, it is familiar yes. because we talked about him with the Western Kentucky game. I think he was the, he, well, so far this season, he's averaging 132.5 receiving yards per game. So you got to, he's got to be your spotlight. He has to be the guy that you're focused on. He's not going to get 132 yards on us this week. We're going to lower that average. We're going to stop him from being that focal point of their offense. Easier said than done because you don't get 132.5 receiving yards per game just just by saying it. So, Nichols, you have to find a way. Maybe play cover two. Make sure that even if you're going man, make sure you have these safeties playing back deep. Mm -hmm. And you, you just have to have somebody – you have to double-team him. Double-team that guy. Yeah, some, t- some type of bracket coverage for, and some some type of safety yeah. help is, is really important here because Central Arkansas doesn't have a ton of secondary elite receiving threats besides Linningham. Right. I don't think it would be too too tough to neutralize him if you, if you pay enough attention to him. Now, if you come out man and you just think, like, oh, we're going to stop him, then your corners are going to get burned. Right. They're going to get burned easy. He's quick. He's athletic. He's a good receiver. You need to be paying attention to him, like you said. It's going to be a good matchup. I mean, we have two really good games on the docket, and maybe they're not the sexiest names in all of FCS, but I tell you. They're pretty sexy. They're both big-time ranked matchups that you're going to be watching on Saturday. Hopefully we prepared you enough for it. And for the upset watch this week, don't really have one for you here. No real FCS, FBS games um, to preview uh, for the upset. If you have one you could think of that that you'd like to tweet it at us. Tweet it at us. And, and we'll uh, focus in on it, and if it happens or if, if something uh, extravagant happens, then we'll we'll definitely touch on it yeah. next Tuesday. We will shout you out for doing our job for us. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> so, Sean, now we are on to your favorite FCS football game show, and that is FC Estimates, where we pick the outcomes of FCS football games. And I am still kicking the behind of the Sean Anderson an egregiously low total. I am trying to pull up where are the picks from last week. Are they in here? Yeah. They're Vanna White. They're at the bottom. They're underneath. They're underneath. Okay. okay. I see them right here. So we're going to quickly run through these like we typically do. Maine, Villanova. Sean and I both got those right because Villanova got the victory over Maine. Northern Iowa, Weber State. I got this one correct. Two for two. Sean, one for two. Montana, UC Davis. Three for three for Joe because I picked Montana. Sean, one for three. Four for four for Joe after this next game. JMU Elon. I'm on a roll here. Sean was able to get this one off of a gimme. Two for four for him. Delaware State NCANT. Three for five for Sean. 
Oh man, I was so close going. I just sorry. I don't want to. I, I didn't mean to trip myself up there. NCAA and T. Sean three for five. Got this one. I am continuing to be five for five. North Dakota State. Sorry, North Dakota Eastern Washington. Sean did not get this one three for six. Joe six for six. We are on a roll, and that roll ends here. Citadel Sanford. No one got this one right because Sanford pulled the upset three for seven. Six for seven for Joe. Finally, Cal Poly got that one seven for eight. Sean another wrong one three for eight. And what was the weekly averages, uh, Mrs. White? I'm going to give you one opportunity to try that again before we get physical in this game. <laughs> Sean, what was the... Uh, gotta, imagine just listening and hear just a bunch of slapping around. No one would Call know. <laughs> no one would know who's winning either. <laughs> okay, let's break this down from a fundamental standpoint. <laughs> what do you mean fundamental? Just read the numbers. Give my, a nice space for the crowd. The, my, the crowd reactions. My uh, obviously, I was three for eight on the week, giving me a thirty-eight percentage. <laughs> you didn't go forty-four percent again. No, nope, that's you just, true. You're just getting worse. <laughs> uh, Joe's Joe went seven for eight, giving him a weekly average of eighty-eight percent. Yes, yes. <laughs> Thank you. The season average for Sean, who is now nineteen for forty-four. Ah, it's forty-three percent. I want cheers for that because at least it's not forty-four. No, they're booing you. Can you hear them booing you? Because they're booing you. They're just ringing in my they're ear. They're just a, not much a boo. It's just they're disappointed. The fans, our studio audience, they're disappointed. Now they're cheering for me though, Sean. Because what's my percentage? It went up. Josie's an average. Don't be so dejected. Thirty-two for forty-four, a whopping seventy-two percent correct rate. I'm so glad this is. I'm still on too. to you. Okay, <laughs> next week I'm not picking any ranked games. How about that for the pick'em? Fine, fine, fine. See how you do. Fine. Oh no, but you have to put in the Ooh games of the week. Yeah, that's there. fine. That's required. You'll get your two. All right, so now we're picking this week's game games, the week six picks of the week. First off, North Dakota State, Illinois State. North Dakota State. I'm going with the upset. Illinois State, Central Arkansas, Nichols State. Hmm, Nichols doesn't do enough on offense for me. Central Arkansas. I'm leaning towards Central Arkansas as well. Give me that pick. Youngstown State, Northern Iowa. Give me the Penguins. Give this man the Penguins. <laughs> that penguin noise. Oh. Oh. Is that what you're going for? Can we put that one in? <laughs> maybe. <laughs> I'm not going to. No, maybe I'll do it in post. We'll see. That, that makes me happy. Northern Iowa has to be my pick here. I think they rebound after the loss to Weaver State. Tennessee Tech, alma mater of Chris Anderson, and Southeast Missouri, Southeast Missouri State. The o- is Sean going to – are you going to – are you going to defy your father? The Ohio Valley is hot. I'm sticking with TTU. Really? Southeast Missouri State is my pick. Weber State, Idaho. This is why you're bad at this. Weber State. Upset alert, Idaho. Oh, UC Davis, North Dakota. I over-modulated really hard. I almost broke the eardrums of Sean Anderson. Golly. <laughs> I'm sorry, listeners I, at home. We've done this for three years. It's <laughs> never been louder in my headphones than that was right there. UC Davis, North Dakota. Stars here, <laughs> <laughs> lightheaded. Oh my gosh! Every time I say UC Davis is going to bounce back, they don't. This time, they're going to bounce back. UC Davis, give it to me. UC Davis, Eastern Washington, Sacramento State, written as Sac State. Oh, I'm glad you picked up on that. Yes, 
Give me Sacramento State with the win. Ooh, that's an upset and a half. Eastern Washington is my pick. Elon, UNH. Elon? Elon, that's not even a question. Central Connecticut State, Sacred Heart. It's our last game. Give me Sacred Heart. I'm going to pick Sacred Heart as well, and I'm calling it. I'm going to get all my picks right this week. I'm getting every single one. Deduct ten percent. All gone to his head. It's Deduct ten percent for me if I don't get all of them right. I give you permission to do that. I will give you a handicap if I don't get every single pick right. Take ten percent off. No, no, no. It's not going to be a handicap for me while I'm taking ten percent off. It's because of your hubris, Mister <laughs> DeLeon. Hubris. All right. I can call hubris <laughs> because I'm dominating you, dominating you. Oh, it's man. not even close. Plenty, plenty of season. God. Left. Plenty of season. I've already, I've got a lead and a half. Oh, what's the deal with that? <laughs> I have a lead and a half that I bet if I didn't pick a single game right and you just continued on your current trend, I would still beat you. Okay, Johnny Law of averages. Yeah. Can we get to the last two topics or last two <laughs> segments here? Yeah, go ahead. Oh. Thursday episode, Thursday edition of Kwame's Corner. Now, I don't think we have ever done a dissection of a comment in Kwame's Corner like we're about to do. Don't be mean. Kwame himself. No, I'm not going to be mean. We're just going to dissect it, okay? <laughs> Kwame himself tweeted, Big respect to Sam Herter and Brian McLaughlin for being one of the best football podcasts by the numbers. Oof. You know, when I first saw that, and I will say right now, you made up for it, Kwame. You sent me a really nice tweet, and you, you were thinking of me even when we didn't have an episode out. So you're still in the good graces. But let's just dissect this here. We have a segment named after Kwame. Yeah. I It hasn't come to my attention that Sam Herter and Brian McLaughlin have. It doesn't no. come to my attention that they've even responded to Kwame. They have just fed him retweets and likes for that. Oh. And only... it. This is real investigative journalism. It's not even Spotlight. one of the best FCS football podcasts. It's one of the best football podcasts. I don't even consider us one of the best football podcasts. FCS football podcast, yes. We're the best. We're the best. We're the best. By the numbers. I don't know what that means. What do you mean by that? So <laughs> you're just letting are you tell are you are you letting Kwame know you were hurt? I your I'm, feelings I'm were hurt. I'm fine with bit? big respect to Herder and McLaughlin. I respect them. They okay. are, do they do what we do. We they do a good job. You know, we appreciate them because they gave us, you know, ideas and how to you know, go about doing this in the FCS. Being one of the best football podcasts by the numbers. It just it just stung, Kwame. It just really, really stung when I saw that tweet hurt. go out. I know Joe's not as I'm hurt not, because I'm Joe hurt. doesn't care about the listening audience. I do. I, I just care. think other people can go and listen to other things. It's not I, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna it's not like we're it just stinks uh, when you think you're the this top isn't, dog and it, it's just you, it's not like it's radio in the here. in the sixties or something and like you can only listen to one show at a time. You know? You can just listen to one and then listen to the other. You're John Cena, you're standing in the ring, you can't see me, and then all, and then Stone Cold comes out, hits you with the RKO. You're done. Why would Stone Cold hit with the RKO? Uh, wouldn't, Randy Orton. Yeah, man. wouldn't Randy Orton hit Randy with the RKO? Randy Orton, okay, well, <laughs> well, Stone Cold is, is, is hitting you with, over the head with a, a, a can. How about that? Well, Orton RKO's you. Just stung a little, you know, so you, best listener. Tweet something like that. But it's all good. If you do want to reach out to the Thursday shows, I will be tweeting those out. 
So for Thursday editions, which are prediction episodes and preview episodes for the upcoming week, if you have questions about that, then you please respond to my tweet or DM me on Twitter for Tuesday episodes, which just, is the recap. Just DM us. Just DM yeah. Joe. I just This is just how we organize it. Please. It's not a big deal if you don't do that, but I'm sorry. <laughs> Sliding the air out of my balloon. I am. I like popping them. <laughs> <laughs> okay, and our last segment of the of this show, the rejected segments of the week. Guess who these are from? Both of them from me. <laughs> <laughs> Sean Soup of the week. I like guess, that. Guess it wasn't really that rejected. <laughs> <laughs> I like that. I kind of want to know what the soup of the day is. What was it? That's <laughs> what, that's what you want. You want me to go out and get <laughs> different one every day? <laughs> no, actually, it's soup of the week because you you buy. Like I was trying to explain <laughs> in the Tuesday episode, Sean goes and buys six cans for I the week. He was grocery shopping. He was grocery shopping and he buys six cans for the week. And then every night I just, I can smell from the top floor. It smells good. In, the, in our three floor condo that we live in by by the water. I can smell him cooking up his, uh, what is it called? Old English vegetable or whatever. Old time vegetable. Old time vegetable. I can just smell it. And he consistently buys the same one for the whole week. Now he has sometimes it's just one can, sometimes it's a couple cans, sometimes he burns the hell out of our pot and then has to put it out uh, yeah. on our balcony. <laughs> pan's done. Pan's done for. Actually, it's a pot. It's not a pan. Oh, pot. Yeah. So I, I I would appreciate if you let the listeners know what soup we're eating this week. Uh, Are you not doing soup this week? Are you? Uh, it's already Tuesday. I haven't gone shopping yet. I probably won't go shopping. I, I don't know. We'll see. I'll go see what they got. Do you want to inform everyone what you're doing after the game or after uh, after the show today for dinner? I got an, uh, <laughs> I got a, I got a meeting after this. The second rejected segment of the week. I meant your hamburger thing, but never mind. <laughs> soup to nuts. <laughs> don't know what that is. Uh, our one of our professors kept saying it, and maybe th- right when I wrote down soup of the week. He kept saying soup the nuts like he was like in my head or something. He said it like five times. I don't know what soup the nuts means. I've never heard that saying before. I think he made it up. How would it be a segment? I just I I don't know. You figure it out. <laughs> <laughs> what? You can't it's not it's rejected segments of the week. Maybe not, it's maybe not rejected <laughs> thoughts that go diddling around in Dillion's mind. Maybe it would be uh maybe it would be um an extension of the soup of the week because it would be what would, soup I'd, you're having and, dip- what, and what nuts you're having. Because ah. I know you you know, you know, like to eat random things, so I, I just... I, like, I know I don't know this for we a fact. Get, we the, got into it on Tuesday, so how about, we do, how about I don't start calling out you for what okay. you eat? I'm sorry. Okay. Thank you. <laughs> Close us out, Joe. That's going to be it from us, folks. Thank you for tuning in to the Believe in FCS Football podcast. Make sure you follow us on social media at Joe DeLeon and at SeanAnderson65. My name is spelled D-E-L-E-O-N-E, and Sean's name is spelled S-E-A-N-A-N-D-E-R-S-O-N-6-5. Also, be sure to follow Believe Podcasts on social media at Believe, B-L-E-A-V, Podcasts. To get some more content from us as well as their multitude of other podcasts that they have out there. Also, if you happen to just stumble upon our show, you can text Joe DeLeon at 201 No, 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 whoa, no, God, I paused for one second. Wow, you were about to put me on the spot like that. Oh, so right. Oh, God, that was awesome. Sean has my phone number memorized, and he has consistently just written it on places. And then when I do it, he gets all worked up. 
bathroom stalls if you want to talk FCS football. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> if you happen to stumble upon us, you can find us anywhere you can find a podcast, that being uh, Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Spotify, Stitcher, iHeartRadio, you name it, we are there. If we're not there, please tell us because that's a problem. Uh, we're also, if you can't find us somewhere, we're also on the Believe.com website, B-L-E-A-V.com, where you can also find all of the other amazing shows like the Believe in Pac-12 football podcast with Ryan Leaf and the Believe in 49ers football podcast with Eric Davis. Hit us up, E.D. We'd yeah, love he won't, to have you on. He's got 11 followers. He won't follow us back. I, I want we're huge fans of Eric Davis. Yes. We have been lifelong fans yeah. of him and the work he has put out. When, when I saw that he started doing the 49ers podcast, I was excited. and I was juiced up. I was juiced up. I want him to give me the follow, follow me back. Very nice. Thanks. Thanks for listening in. <laughs> uh, that's going to be it. Have a wonderful rest of your day. Hit the space bar, fatty. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.